So should Facebook be paying me $16 a month? What is it? 16 a month, 16 a year. I'll take that in Ethereum, please. Yeah. Not after yesterday. Well, we're up. The market's up. I just checked Coinbase literally <laughs> like up. an hour up ago. Today. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. We're Look, okay. It looks good. My hundred dollars is really outperforming than my expectation. <laughs> Welcome to the Freelance Dance. A weekly conversation between three experienced freelancers who are navigating the ups and downs and the ins and outs of the freelance dance. My name is Jake Knight, joined by my co-hosts, Marty Theory and Brandon Watts. Welcome to the Freelance Dance. So I've gone all in on Spotify. I used to use both iTunes, the Mac app, and the uh, iPhone app to listen to podcasts. Really? And I've decided, and I've decided that I'm no longer going to do that. I'm going all in on Spotify. And so now my music and my podcasts are all in one app, Spotify. And I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> it's what are you hard. Guys, what are you guys using? I'm so old school. I, I mean, I really only listen to five to 10 podcasts. I'm a pull up the website and listen to the latest episode. I don't do any automatic downloads or anything. Wow. I know. Wow. The only time I pull wow. out a podcast app is for, say, like a flight or traveling. I'll download a bunch of episodes that way. But I don't actually rely on my phone or anything on my desktop because I know I just I know when the shows come out and I pull up the page and go from there. Are you are you listening to the whole podcast in one session? Sometimes. But if not, I'll just keep the tab open. It's I, I know it's weird, but I prefer it that way. I love it. I love just pulling up the website and listening to it. So you'll keep the tab open and then maybe like two days later, come back to it. If I'm starting it, and, I'm probably going to finish it in a session. So either like that day or okay. the next day, too. So it's it's only open for a day or two. But I love listening to it in the browser. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know. It, it's more intentional. I have to go to the website to see it. You know what I'm saying? Instead of it's just getting so, a queue of apps, you know, I don't know. I, and I, I'm the exact opposite because I think, mm. and again, it goes to, I think we've talked about this in the past too, but like work stuff, I have so many things where either I have to get on a call or I'm typing up an email or, or doing some like data research. And I can't, I can't hear somebody speaking if I'm doing that stuff. Like it's very distracting. So I, it's all on my phone and I used the Apple podcast app cause that's what it came with. And I've never just, I've never left. Um, yeah. I, so you're always, always listening doing on your else. phone. You're always listening to a podcast on your phone. It's never on your desktop. And it's always while I'm doing an activity. Um, usually whether it's cleaning or I'm outside doing some work or I'm like exercising, going for a bike ride. Yeah. In the car too. I'm driving places. Okay. Cause I was going to ask Brandon, like how many subscriptions you have, but you just, you just go to the website of your choice. Yeah. I don't and have, then, I don't have 50 shows. I listen to really subscribe. So you're, so these guys are like, man, I wish we had more subscribers. Like, you know, well, this is why <laughs> that, breaking, that metric, the algorithm, this is why that metric counts. And we have it for our show too. If you look, there's the Google Chrome listeners. Right. So there are people yep, that listen in the browser, just like I do. So, you know, it's, it's being tracked, but true. I'm not and a I subscriber. Think now we, we're going to have to change our, our lingo because a subscriber and a follower it's are true. two different things now. 
right? It's true. So that because was a pretty sneaky little change they did there. I know. I kind of like it. Do you know it. why? Do you I know why? Like it. Why? All the research said that people didn't sign up to podcasts because they thought they were subscribing, but they had to pay for it. Yep. So I think Apple was like, oh, if everybody already thinks you got to pay for it anyway, let's make you pay for it. And we'll take 30% of that cut. I know. That was <laughs> hilarious. So, so how many, so in your podcast app, Jake, yes, how sir. many podcasts um, do I listen to? Podcasts that you, yeah. How many do you listen to? Are so, you, or are, are you following and not subscribe to, but following? So I actually, I don't listen to it. If I listen to it and I like it, I subscribe to it. Okay. Or, or follow whatever. Yeah. Like you said, um, it's going to take a while. It will take I'm a while. I'm going to say subscribe. I don't, but, I don't care. But yeah. here, so here's my thing. I've come across a couple actually this in 2021, but, um, I probably have, I have 17 that are in my, that I've li- that I have listened to episodes. Some of them are defunct. My old dance advisor podcast, that last episode and three episodes. It was wonderful. Um, <laughs> couple other ones how about you marty what do you what are you using so right now in my spotify app i have uh 45 different podcasts whoa <laughs> how many okay. of those do you listen to on a semi-weekly weekly basis um i just start from the top and go really so yeah so i i'm definitely listening to i'm definitely listening to a bunch Give me they're, the, they're all my friend. They're all my friends. And it feels that way. Just like everyone listening to this just, is our friend. Yeah. What's your yeah. breakdown on that? So is it what's what would you say the breakdown is on like design, tech, business, whatever, current events? Um, How does it spread out? So it's because so like I literally listen to the podcast while I'm working, but then I also listen to the podcast when I'm doing like random stuff like how chores and and whatever. Right. Um. <clears throat> but the break, so the breakdown as far as like what, what type of what genre, mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. you're asking. Yeah. Um, so like I can probably, so there's like two or three, maybe four podcasts. Like right now I'm looking at, so like I have, um, Conan O'Brien needs a friend, which is hilarious. Um, I stuff, stuff that I, you know, if I'm going to not, if it has nothing to do with my industry, I want to be able to laugh. Like I want, I want it to be funny or be interesting. Um, office ladies. Mm-hmm. I love the show, the office. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I tried. Um, armchair oh, expert. I tried with that one. Really? I just couldn't get past it. Their voices were just too intense. Really? I like their voices. Anyway. Um, armchair expert with Dax Shepard. Hmm. Uh, he, he has, he, he has some pretty good, good interviews. I like, I like hearing people interview other, other people. I think that's interesting. It is. Um, okay. I like the, the back and forth, um, especially if the interviewee um, feels comfortable, if they feel like, you know, that the person is, you know, because so, sometimes you kind of like go on a show and, or people come on a show and they're like, I don't know you. I don't want, I, you know. Yeah. Anyway, um, I do have like, I have this, you know, random, like all songs considered on NPR. That's a good one. I like, but yeah. most of my stuff, most of my stuff is, uh, related to my industry. Um, I listen to on a regular basis. I listen to design details. Um, I listen to, uh, these guys front end first, um, this new one called compressed. 
Um, I start, I just subscribed to another one called, um, freelance writing coach with, um, hmm. these girls that kind of, yeah, I've heard uh, of that talk one about, I've heard of that one. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty deep. <clears throat> there's a lot uh, of good full stack. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. There's a lot. There's a, yeah. Just another, I mean, full stack radio, uh, change log and change log. Um, yep. Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a bunch. And of, of course, syntax FM, which is probably the, f- the first one that I go to always. See, yeah. that's so interesting. The, those ones. And then of course, back to work, which of course, sure. Yeah. I'm Merlin Man production. I literally, I literally just unfollowed that one as you were talking, Marty. All right. Back to work and back to work. And here's why I have, uh, hear me out. I'll, I'll, I'll give the correct answer after you give the wrong answer. Go ahead. (laughs) Um, I have a limited window. I've limited window of how many shows I can watch that. And that's my problem. So I have to pick and choose that one. I don't know those guys like you guys do. I haven't like listened to them forever. So when I hear them talk, I was like, these jokers are talking about, what are they talking about? Like, is, is there a point to this? Um, so anyway, so that's, that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm a very much, if I'm not learning something, I'm kind of like information hungry. So if I'm not learning think, something, I'm not, I'm not interested. Yeah. I think you have to be introduced to Merlin man. Um, with, yeah. there has to be, there's, I can't remember the episode that I was introduced to and I'm sure it, I'm sure everyone who listens to back to work had that one episode that somebody recommended to them and said, Hey, listen to this episode. With Dan Benjamin and Merlin Mann. No, I think they're funny. I think it's funny. I don't think you can just like pick up the latest episode and be like, okay, yeah, I'm attached to these guys and I'll listen to them. There has got to be. So you, I think I got to find an episode like his most popular episode or one that people call because and, you know, show you that one because that one will give you those ones will give you perspective on the of how Merlin Mann and Dan Benjamin are. And it's. Can I tell you another, another reason if they did a 30 to 45 minute show, maybe an hour show, that's also probably part of my problem is I don't like shows that are an hour and a half hour and 45 minutes long. I see that number and think, "Ah, I can't commit to that. It just makes me uncomfortable. What's what's yeah. No. And you know what? It's just how we all listen to podcasts. Yeah. Too. We're looking for different stuff. Yeah. But but send me that one. I still want to know. I never looked at the time of how long the podcast is. I don't either. Cause, Cause I split it up in sessions. It. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. I leave it open in my tab. Like I've just told you guys and, uh, no big deal for me. I'll listen 15 minutes spurts of it and yeah, it's all good. I'll just go back to it. it it's a personality thing with me is that I feel like I'm getting locked in and I'm not going to be able to escape this hour and a half thing. Like I like the shorter <laughs> things it is. It's I'm totally really? I'm like a hundred percent true. Huh. It's like, yep. It's just the way my brain works that you're, that I, you're just, you're too, you're too nice. You're too, you're too, um, polite. You can't, you can't turn them off. You're just like, that's no. it. That's it. I'm like, if once I start, I, <laughs> I can't stop. I don't want to interrupt you. I'm sorry. I, I keep you. talking. No, oh, 40, 45, an hour, hour, an 45 hour? minutes. Oh. Um, have you guys ever sped up podcasts? Like you listen to it, but do it like 1.5 speed. Never. It really? always sounds weird uh, to me. When I first started le- listening to podcasts, I did. Okay. When I first started listening to podcasts, because I didn't, wasn't sure if I liked it or not. And I would, you know, um, I, I don't, I speed up, I, I speed up tutorial videos. Like I'll, I'll watch tutorial videos on YouTube Agreed. and stuff like that, or that's true or anything that's kind of, or like a, um, a talk mm-hmm. on, you know, whatever I'll go ahead and speed those up. And that that's to me, there's not, you know, I can still, I can still get the content from it. Um, but no, I, I, I like to hear 
people's personalities and when you speed it up, you don't really hear it. So, okay. Speaking of personalities, um, I started listening to a podcast about marketing. Um, cause I'm, I do that. So it makes sense that I should listen to a podcast that does that after about five or six episodes, I'm going to unfollow it because a couple of the get a couple of the hosts are every, every new, this is like a new show, every single topic that they bring up, they, um, the one guy says the worst thing ever and it's horrible, it's stupid. And no one should ever do that. And like, who, do, who does Google think they are? Who does, and like, after a while, it's like, I just like drains on me. Like, I don't want to hear somebody like irritated with the world. I mean, even if you are, so I'm, I'm going to unfollow that. But even though the information is very valuable, I really appreciate it. I can't stomach that, that negativity. We got to ever had something them. like that. We got to name drop them, Jake. Who is this? What podcast are you talking about? <laughs> it, it's Who's getting canceled clock. this week? It's marketing o'clock. And I marketing just, I even sent them for their discord. Marketing o'clock. Yep. I sent them for the name, discord. The um, and there's, there's, there's things that I, that I like. I mean, they they do all the things that I do work-wise. Um, but I just don't like the anger of one of the, one of the hosts. So you don't hosts, want negativity in your podcast, right? Correct. And I understand that. I understand that. We get in. I don't mind sarcasm a yeah. little bit. That's but what we're focused on. <laughs> yeah. I think our podcast is pretty positive. We get, we get a little chippy with each other in like good ways, but yeah, I, I agree. I don't want to listen to people arguing on a podcast. It's not, uh, not my thing. And by the way, if you're saying Google is terrible and stupid, then why are they worth a trillion dollars and you aren't like, don't, you know, I always feel like it's, it's the people throwing what stones. Was, like, you know, it's what like was the context. Yeah. So here, here the context was, and I think it's Google is doing a, like a, a conference about the change of marketing. And I could be wrong with the company name, but like what we've learned in 2021 and the guy just went off on a rant about, oh, I can tell you what they're going to talk about. And then just went for like, two minute rant on how, like what they're going to say and how stupid it's going to be. And I'm, I don't know. I, I, there's a, there's a podcast I used to listen to. I don't need more stuff. You should know, which I think was a fantastic podcast. Um, yep. they had a phrase Good. that they say, I don't yuck someone else's yum. And I like that attitude. Like, I'm not going to say <laughs> this is stupid because you might love it. I'm just going to stay here. Here's what it is. I've got my own opinion, but if you love it, I'm not going to say you're, you're dumb for, for liking it. Um, Unless, of course, it's the Back to Work podcast, which you both told me that I was dumb for not liking it. So there's that. But you might convince me yet. You might convince me. So there's this, um, I guess there's this rule in comedy improvisation, right? Where when you're having, you're you're doing the improv, you're doing whatever the the, uh, situation is that you guys are coming up with. I think one of the rules is that you can never... Don't ever make it negative. Like always don't say no and don't say, or, or don't, I, I can't, I can't remember yes the exact and. thing, but yes. And yes. And right. Right. Yep. Um, because that improvisation, that that like to keep everybody being able to bounce off of each other makes it so that, um, you can keep going. And when somebody's negative, it just like, that's so funny you say that because in that in that show there are so many awkward pauses where no one knows what to say and it just happens all the time and that's why because there's you don't know what to say after that you're just like oh okay i mean you can technically still be i think you can still like twist it to your like like you don't like something in an improvisation but still make it like a positive thing you know what i mean yeah 
I don't know. Yep. I, I mean, I'm, I'm maybe I'm stretching this thing. No, I, I think I kind of feel like I think you're right. I feel like that you're, if you're listening to, if you're coming in and trying to listen to a podcast or you're trying to listen to people talk or you're trying to have a good story, it's always going to, you 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 got to make sure that things are still, you know, you're going up. You're, you're positive about everything. And once, as soon as you take it to a negative, it's like, ugh, it, and that's gross. That, so that's so true. You're so right. Um, and I love improv, by the way. I'm a huge fan no, of improv. I love comedy. improv too. I yeah. think improvisation to me is like genius level comedy. I mean, you can do that. Best. I mean, besides, I mean, obviously stand up is super hard, but improvisation and, and just taking things and just running with them and com- completely creating these entire new. <laughs> just bouncing off of each other and then bringing stuff back from, from like <laughs> wherever it came from. No, I love that. And some mate. Well, I anyway, ha- I so haven't that- heard it yet, but uh, on the Tim Ferriss podcast, which actually I don't listen to, but everyone says it's the best. I'm not recommending it cause I don't listen to it, but he interviewed uh, Jerry Seinfeld recently. And it's apparently an amazing episode about creativity and writing and improvisation. That's one I am definitely going to listen to. And Tim Ferriss's podcast is like one of the top five in the world. So um, interesting guy, if you never follow that guy, but, uh, he does a He's lot a of high profile dude. interviews and the Jerry Seinfeld one looks pretty good. So I'm going to try to listen to that soon. Nice. Um, I tried listening to Nate Bargatze's podcast, um, which he's hilarious, but it, it, it became, uh, I felt like it was just him trying out jokes with his co-host to see which ones worked. <laughs> and they're just telling stories and there's some that are hilarious, but you listen to a lot of like, eh, eh. And I don't like looking at a comedian in that way. I want to see all your best stuff. <laughs> Give me all your best stuff in a Netflix special. That's a really good idea for him, though. I mean, that's that's kind of the that's kind of a perfect yeah. podcast angle is just have a conversation with someone and try your material out. And, you know, what is falls it, flat. Is it is it bad that it turned me off on his comedy after I, I did the same thing? Did you really? I actually watched? Yeah, no. So I, I, um, I was like, this guy's hilarious. He's hilarious. And I'm, and I'm watching all of his stuff on YouTube. And then I stumble across this podcast on YouTube and I start watching a couple of them. Like, oh, I don't like them anymore. <laughs> I don't so, know why. So it, it, I don't know what happened. It's just like the podcast. He, there's a different side of his personality that I guess, I don't know. Here, here's it, it is. Here's what it is. If you experienced, if your only car you drove was a Ferrari, yeah, if that's all you ever drove, so. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, there's this a Fiat. Oh, they, they, they do the same. It's like, is this the same family? I don't know. Probably not. It's I don't not. know. Because here's the thing. I, you know, I mean, these are big time comics, but I could listen to Will Ferrell on a TV show. I could listen to Conan Bryan on a TV show and then listen to his comic, uh, listen to his, his podcast and listen to being interviewed on a podcast any day of the week. Jerry was Jerry Seinfeld. You know, okay, like, you're, those are icons, think, though. Those are icons yeah, who don't ever come out of character. I'm, I don't think they ever come they, out of character. Yeah, that's true. And it's, but it is probably too that, you know, Nate Bargatze's trying to find that character, right? Like mm-hmm. he's trying to, he's got the character on stage, but it might not be the same character that's behind it. Maybe it is. I don't know. I just, interesting side point on Jerry Seinfeld. So he came out with a book recently about a collection of his stand up notes from his stand up from, you bought it? Of course you did. I was going to buy it too. <laughs> so Marty can verify this. So I looked at it in Barnes and Noble and I, I might still get it. Cause I just respect him as a writer. And I saw him in New York city right before COVID and it was incredible. And I just 
had an Italian meal before I went. It was like the perfect New York experience. <laughs> but anyways, I saw Jerry Seinfeld in New York and uh, we're starting to watch it again. By the way, it's playing on replays on, on cable and we're just watching it like Seinfeld is so brilliant. But what's interesting about that book, Marty, is what I found fascinating is when you think of I've never understood how a stand up writes their material. Like, what's the format? And in Jerry Seinfeld's book, you see like each line is one line. Like I expected it to be blocked, you know, like a thought, but it's like statement, double space, statement, double space. And that's not just for the book. That's how he actually writes his material. I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, There's a freelance takeaway, by the way, if you're writing content, good grief, make some space between the, the sentences. That's something I get stuck on too. I make long paragraphs, but it's much punchier when you split it up. Like here's a funny line or here's the main point. Here's the main point. I thought that was interesting yeah. about the book. It's a bunch of double spaced sentences, right? Outline. Yeah. Outline it out. That, but you could you read that material. Like words. Marty, Marty could perform one of Jerry Seinfeld's bit bits based on that book. Cause it's, it's very specific. He's not ad libbing. It's written very specifically. Can't, can uh, you do that Marty right now? Could you do one? Find us a good one. Marty. Is this, is this anything? There we go. That's the book. That's what the book's called. Uh, I, I'm just going to, I'm on page uh, 176. Uh, it's called uh, gentle cycle. It says when I do wash, I always use, like to use the gentle cycle. Sounds so much more humane or the gentle, gentle cycle. You can put a baby in there. Won't hurt it. I don't know what the machine's <laughs> doing in this, in there. That's so gentle, but it's very private because you pick up the lid on the machine. It stops immediately. Would you close that, please? <laughs> uh, can't you see I'm in the middle of a very delicate cycle? <laughs> see, it's all written out, but it's all the performance. And I, yeah, I found that fascinating. That's the first time. That's the first time I read that. So, I mean, as you're reading it, you're like, wow, this is this guy is a genius. It's so that's good. from that's from the uh, the section, the 80s. So, you know, super long. I think so that technique you said about putting space between words is also a low key hack in school to create a three page document. It's yeah, just yeah. double oh, space. Yeah. We know that you know? trick. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Amazing. Well, that's, that's cool. Um, well, we were talking about, I mentioned that thing about that marketing podcast, but actually one of the things I do think is, is interesting. And we've kind of all been um, the iOS 14.5 privacy thing and seeing the ads pop up and the trackers and Oh, all, yeah. the, all the blocking. So have you guys experienced saying don't track me to one of those things? It's on. I have it on. I immediately turned it on. I actually had, the, uh, I turned it on in the beta. It's like, nope. Well, of not, course you did. Not tracking me. I haven't upgraded. I'm one of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Even better. Living in the past. Well, so which version, which one are you on? You know, so, iOS six is great. I'm really sticking with it. I love schemorphic. <laughs> How's your identity, by the way? Is there several? You know, I get hacked every day, it? but it's, uh, I'm yeah. living with it. I like the felt um, on the game center. I love that felt yeah. on the game center. <laughs> spanned by Brandon Watts again. No, oh, man. Yeah. By- well, so I've been getting a bunch of those alerts too. So I think they, Facebook had thought that there was going to be like a, like 30 to 40% of adults were going to say, don't track what, me. What sites, what are you visiting? So, so these alerts, cause I'm not getting alerts. Oh, just, when you, when you install, when you update an app, you get the you, alert. Are you updating like new apps like all the time or. 
Uh, yeah, I do. Like Twitter, I just I updated get, Twitter and I got the uh, I got really? the alert. Yeah. Okay. The, quick hack. Quick hack. What you guys got to do? Pull up. Pull up your phone now. I bet I have way more than you do because I'm also on an older version. I don't know which version I'm on. I embarrassingly, I don't care. I don't know. Um, in the App Store, how many apps have pending updates for you? I'm curious because you're. I probably have the biggest number. What does the badge say? Unless you have that turned off. But when you open App Store, what do you have queued up for updates you need to do for apps? I've got 38. Okay. Marty? I've got 10. 71. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Proud of it. Oh, I, man. Here's the thing. If you turn that setting on, does that mean you're not going to get the alerts? I, I don't know. Um, do you have the setting on? I'm looking at it right now. Um, allow apps to request to track. I do have it on, but guess what I'm going to do? Turning it off. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> okay, so here, here's what made me think about it. Um, when I opened up Twitter the, for the, after mm-hmm. it updated, it gave me this notification that was explaining the changes. Why they want you to change it. Why they want you to keep it on, right? Yes. But this is what was so impressive, and I thought this is from a design perspective, even a UX perspective. That was the... Hey, heads up message. The actual message to turn it on and enable it looked identical. You hit continue. The thing popped up again. I hit enable without even thinking because it was was the same button. I thought I just, it didn't close out. It popped back up. So that was how they tried to trick you by showing you like a, Hey, just want to let you know. Is that a, is that a dark pattern? Sorry, but my books are falling. Oh, it's not good. (laughs) It's not good. Um, but Okay, so The Verge, is that an appropriate website? Is that yes. a reliable site? Tier one. Oh, yeah. Tier one. Thank yeah. you. So initial estimates, and this was current as of, oh, I don't know, two and a half hours ago. So cool. Mm-hmm. Um, as many as 96% of US users are leaping at the chance to tell their apps, no, you can't track me. 96%. Love it. Okay. Love it. So why, why would you think it wouldn't be yeah, that much? Why would you say yes to that? Do you want to be tracked that? First of all, that word has a lot of negative connotation. I can't believe they didn't find a better word. Like, will you allow these apps to track you? Isn't that what it says, Jake? It's something along those lines, right? Oh, but that's that's on purpose. I know it's that's on, on purpose. purpose by Apple. Yeah, that Apple was an smart. accident. They don't yes. want them to track you because they're privacy yeah. first. But that word, of course, anyone, no one wants to be tracked and in any aspect of life. So of course you're going to say no. Brilliant. So I have mixed, mixed motions on this a little bit because I do marketing <laughs> not, not about the tracking per se. Cause there's a lot of really like Facebook and Instagram, you know, Facebook particular is like greedy and super thirsty when it comes to, to doing that. Um, but I remarketing is a type of ad that if you've went to a website, you looked at a product, you might see that product follow you around. And they do that because they place a little cookie on your device. And that way they know that you looked at this specific thing. There are times when I legitimately want to purchase something, but I got ADHD. No lie. I want to forget about it. I had stuff. I got, I have stuff in carts on so many sites. You guys, there's stuff in carts just sitting there in an abandoned cart. I want that reminder. I want that reminder that like, oh, that's right. You left this thing there. I know you don't understand. You don't live in the shoes I live in. Walk a mile in my shoes. (laughs) Um, But, but for marketing, that's a huge thing. I mean, I help clients make money using that method. It's, it's harder now. Well, Jake, guess what my Twitter ads have been. And I do appreciate, I, 
I will I will lean a little bit into your side on this. I'm not all in on the remarketing stuff, but my Twitter ads have been like completely polluted in a good way with the Spark Amp ads, which is something that I really should buy and want to buy. And you bought it and we've talked about it. But it's funny that every other Twitter ad I see is, is that Spark Amp ad. And it's it's a very relevant ad. And I'm, I'll be honest, every time I see it, I'm like, I really need to buy that amp. I haven't done it yet, but it's working. So I, I get it. I mean, there is some level of that that's appropriate. It's a good reminder when you actually want something. So so this is where I think I don't see the ads. You don't see any ads. You're you're you are the one percent. I well, I don't think so. I think of, more I of think ad tracking more of me. The, yeah. I, well, no, no, I don't see the ad. Like, I don't I don't see ads at all because I'm not using the Twitter app. Yeah. First of all, that's the first thing. Okay. I'm using Tweetbot, which is a, a, a subscription based, yearly subscription based app in order for me to go on Twitter. Seven bucks a year. Sure. So I don't have to see the stupid ads. Yeah. Okay. Deal. So that, that's actually, so you're essentially, you're bypassing the paid product or you're doing a paid product. So you don't have to see their ad. Guess how much each Facebook user is worth according to their annual earnings report. Tell me seven bucks. 16, 16 change dollars 16 per person. And they have how many users now? Are they, are they a 2 billion yet? Or is it 1.5? I can't remember. I don't keep track of Facebook because they're a terrible, terrible but, but company. He, but here's the thing. They're like Facebook. <laughs> Facebook's actually had their warning was like, help us keep this free. Yeah. Oh, I know. And oh, it's like, that's, really? Yeah. That's, well, that's a jerk move right there. It is. I'm sorry. It's a fear. It's fear based. Listen, folks, nobody do marketing this based on fear. Look, no, don't go ahead. Charge me. I dare you. See where else I go. Do you know? Go ahead. Yeah. But go but, ahead. Charge so me. Do you, do you guys remember in a previous episode, one of our earlier episodes, call, you were talking, I'll call your bluff. I'll call your bluff. <laughs> do it. You're going to charge me. Go ahead. I'd, I'd like to see it. Um, where's your credit card number? I will take that right now. <laughs> um, no, we were talking, we actually talked about privacy way back in some of our earlier episodes. And I think Brandon, you asked me like, what would it take for people to like really freak out? And I'm like, if people found out how much they were worth, if people found out that this is yeah. how much you are worth, not saying that this is the reason why this is happening, but we're trending that way. People are starting mm-hmm. to realize that they are very valuable in advertisers. So should Facebook be paying me $16 a month? What is it? 16 a month, 16 a I'll year? I'll take that in Ethereum, please. Yeah. Not after yesterday. Well, we're up. The market's up. I just checked Coinbase literally <laughs> like up. an market's hour up ago. Today. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. We're okay. It looks good. My hundred dollars well, is really should... outperforming than my expectation. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like opening it and seeing you lost 50% of your, your, uh, your investment. Um, anyway, I, I do think it's the story's not done yet with this whole privacy thing. And it does, it does affect us differently, but I think it'll be interesting a year from now to see whether that really matters. Are there yeah. different ways to advertise, to reach people? Yeah. Google, Google's got another way. Or, I can't remember what it's called exactly. I think it's called flock. Yes. L-O-C. I think is that right. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. But that'll be interesting um, to see even how that works. What is that um, all about? I'm, I'm behind the times. Give me a 30 second overview of that. Marketing guy. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you my very high level understanding of it is that it's a way to track without personalizing any of the data. So they're, I think they're making a lot of assumptions. Um, Hmm. 
But is Google it, it if you can, want them. Can they only do it from Chrome though, right? That I don't know. I, okay. I don't know. I, I do I know, know these things. A lot about it. Yeah. I just know that it's, re- it's replacing AMP. Which is their which was mobile. a jerk thing to do for them in the first place. It was. Oh, your website's garbage. For, we, web, yeah. we made it for you. <laughs> we made it for you. Yeah. We, we, we did your website. Yeah. And we and brought to you by Google. <laughs> yep. And so Thank basically. You, yeah. Google, Google is now going to, you know, you're not necessarily on their website. You're on Google still, but you're looking at somebody else's website through Google. Ugh. Honestly, I think there'll be because a rise in direct to direct mail. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. I, companies are going to, they're going to be looking what? for, when's the last time you get like a direct mail piece? Like All in your mail. Every yeah. day. If you went back to 1995, you, you're getting like 1% of what you used to get. That's true. With direct mail. You scale them. I, I don't get enough CDs anymore. I, I wish mean, I had more CDs. Man, you know what? Now. Let me uh, sign you. There's a Columbia Records thing. I'll give you a, oh, that 10 was CDs the price of one. Is that still a thing? I Please don't know why I did that, man. Thing. I, oh yeah, it was amazing. BMG, yeah, BMG. BMG. Looking through that catalog, that's how all of us started our thing. Oh, that's man. So I, know funny. That start, I started. That's how I started my thing. My uh, <laughs> massive collection of CDs that are still in my garage that I haven't looked at. Oh, oh man, could you? Imagine I may so have good. thrown my entire collection of physical CDs oh. away. Um, I make painful. a lot of dumb choices, you guys. Painful. Yep. Did I tell I you guys my library? My biggest collection of CDs, like peak teenager, I think it was probably 17 or 18 years old. So I'd accumulated tons of CDs being a teenager, of course. They got stolen mm-hmm. out of my car. My CD case. I believe that. I believe in that. my house. My house is not in my house. Sorry. In the driveway of my house. I went to my wow. 89 Toyota Camry like a baller, you know, and uh, yeah, <laughs> as an 18 year old. And I opened the door and someone had literally stolen my CD straight out of my car. And it was devastating. I, I still like that was at the time. Imagine being 18 years old when CDs were the ugh. biggest thing in the world. And imagine having your CD case stolen from you. It was devastating. What year was, 18, was, what year was 18 for you? Uh, I'm not sure if it's, it's the same devastating effect. Actually, was, I was younger. I was, 18. I was younger because I think I was living in the other okay. house. 18. So I was probably 16 or 17. Um, I still can't remember young, the year. Yeah. But it, yeah, it was it was sometime in the early 2000s or something like that. Yeah. 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 So 18 for me was, was, uh, was it 1999? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 98 for me. That was was like, that was when, you know, everybody, you had your big black book of CDs. That was the best. I still, you know, did you have to write your name on your CDs? Did you write your name on your CDs? Burn your CD. I burned a CD for you here. Here's here you your, go. Here's your CD. No, I meant like actually like a Sharpie initial, your initials on it. So your friends wouldn't steal your CDs. Oh, no, no, no we okay. didn't do that. What was the first CD you bought that you actually went to the store with your own money, oh, came man. home and put it on? What was the first CD that you bought? Go ahead. Weezer blue album. I think oh, you're legendary. right. I think you're right. Legendary. Weezer. Actually, you know, what? I bought the uh, sample or the uh, single, which is a cassette. So what's up, y'all? The blue single, the double side with the B side, right? I'll I'll tell you a very embarrassing story because we're very close (laughs) on this podcast. So, yes, we are old enough, you young people, to actually buy cassette singles. I did this. The cassette single I remember buying and 
you know, I'm going to share it. I'm going to throw it out there for <laughs> benefits <laughs> plus minuses. Do you guys remember Jimmy Ray? Yes, I do. I had yeah. that cassette single. Are you Jimmy Ray or whatever? <laughs> Who wants to know? <laughs> Who wants to know about that? If you haven't heard that song, I don't even know if it's on the streaming platforms. It was the I'm most sure. ridiculous. Sure. But I, keep in mind, I was probably 12 years old and it was cool for a 12 year old to have Jimmy Ray. I, would you like to know that um, the song actually came out in 97? Oh, so, wow. OK, so I was much younger. I bought that then. I must have been 10 years old, 10 years old ish. So I was very young. So please take that with a grain of salt. That song is the most ridiculous song. But look up Jimmy Ray and you'll you'll find it. It's a one hit wonder. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm going to look it up. Let's see. So Jimmy Ray. <laughs> so, OK, this since we're talking about music, you look that up. Um, I used to go to the library. Are and, you Jimmy Ray? Is that? Oh, the, are oh it's Jimmy, are you Jimmy Ray all the way. OK, it was a one hit wonder and you'll you'll recognize it when you hear it. I'm telling you. Well. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Give it a second. We're gonna have to pay licensing. Who wants to know? Who wants to know? Watch us get like flagged for uh, copyright <laughs> for that. You, do you guys remember that song? It. Do you guys remember that song? By the way, I Marty, that was flawless. That is our first podcast episode with live brought in music. That was fantastic. Perfect example. Well, of that. well done. Well done. No problem. No problem. Um, so of course, you hopefully that comes it. through on the uh, audio. I just realized. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm no, sure it, it will. It, it will. Okay. It will. Sweet. It will. I, had it, I had it come through. Um, you mentioned Toyota Camry. I had a... Uh, Toyota Camry diesel. Oh man, you were I th- really, I think advanced. it was an, I think it was an 89, uh, oh, overheated yeah. on a trip once opened up the hood cause it just stalled and the engine block was uh cherry red. Oof. So I ran uh, away 80, from it. 89 must've been a good year for all of us because I had an 89 Toyota Tercel. Oh, right. Yeah. Look at that. We're toy. That's crazy. Ryan. Um, anyway, that's <laughs> thanks for that sky, musical sky interlude. Blue. Hatchback, Toyota Tercel. The wheels were probably the size of of my uh, of this Apple <laughs> trackpad, <laughs> trackpad or eight inch wheels. <laughs> oh, man. Looks like they had a had a donut on, but that was actually the real tire. Uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So well, I, that's, I have a yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Jake. No, saying that's that's all I got with the privacy thing. I okay. I'm I don't know. We dig it. Mixed bag. It's interesting. It's very relevant. Are you guys ready to live in the future? I am. Please I take am. me to the future. I'll take you right to the now. future. Okay, so it's been rumored for years about Apple with this uh, headset, right? This VR, AR headset thing. But I feel like this year we're going we're gonna to finally hear about this thing. Um, I, I, I hope so. I'm ready for the next, so. big, the next big thing. It was personal. What was it? Personal computers. Um, I forget. Mobile was the last big transformation. That's we've been waiting. And that was like 2007 for the iPhone. And now wearables, wearables a, a little bit, but is that's it, still wearable, mobile. Is, that's is still that, mobile. That, technically, okay. technically the next big thing is, is AR VR 3d presence or whatever. So anyways, 
If you look at what Apple's been doing, in fact, I worked with a company called Mateo out of Germany that was AR. And I, I worked with them and Apple bought them in 2015. This was, you know, was this six years ago now? There's a lot going on with Apple. So they they just announced that Apple Music is um, including spatial audio with Dolby Atmos. You guys see this? Yep. And uh, really? you know, I'm still I'm still sticking with Spotify. No, me too. Me too. But I only bring this up as one piece of a huge puzzle. So this guy, Robert Scoble, who I've worked I've, I've he's interviewed me. I've had clients with him. He's a really good tech influencer and knows all the people. He's been pushing this for a long time that Apple's about to blow our minds with what they're going to release either starting at WWDC or a little bit later this year. So, again, we'll have to see what happens. But uh, there's this blog post he put together and he's very well sourced and has seen some of this stuff in person. Um, Basically, the new 3D Apple arriving at WWDC and it's starting with 3D audio. This spatial audio thing is a big deal where you can feel like you're in a event space and you're hearing it in different spots and it's like 3D sound basically. But what it's leading up to in in just one piece is their headset. And there's been rumors, Bloomberg's reported it too, that there's going to be two options. There's going to be like a VR AR headset and there's going to be more of like an AR pair of glasses. Anyways, there's a lot going on here. I, I I don't know what we're going to hear at WWDC, if anything, but the, enough sourcing has come out of this. I was skeptical for a while, but now I'm seeing all the big publications, the Apple blogs, the influencers are saying we're going to start to see a picture of this at WWDC. Even if it seems very small, there's going to be pieces of this. Part of it has been their LiDAR scanning and the new iPads and all of this is building to a bigger, bigger story. Long story short, though. They'll at least announce it, they're saying, by the end of this year, potentially show off some of it at WWDC. But it, the advancements in it, you know, the Oculus Quest, which I've talked about before, is, is pretty impressive for a $300 device. Apple's is going to, of course, blow that away. But there's an example of watching a football game and literally walking on the field and walking next to the quarterback during it and it feeling like it's actually real. Like, this is not a joke. This is not a gimmick. This is what Apple is has already produced and is apparently releasing within the next year. Okay, quick take. That example, would you ever want to actually be on the field next to the quarterback when he takes a snap? I found that terrifying. On a replay. On a replay, yes. On a replay, okay. Okay. Not during the game, not live, but I can totally Could say you imagine? yes. I would I would that would be pretty re- insane. Uh, to see to see whether or not the ref is an idiot. <laughs> Look at you. Yes. <laughs> And apparently this is not the Jets should have been a, winning all these years. Yeah, the, it's it was the all a conspiracy. Oh, if you're a Raiders fan, <laughs> never mind. Go ahead. But but 3D sound, 3D video, 3D everything from Apple. It's starting with audio because that's the easiest thing to do. And they're proving this. This has all been this has been rumored for for a long time, and now they're releasing news like this Apple Music thing is the latest part. But you know, hopefully at WWDC, we'll get some inkling of this, but apparently more likely towards the end of the year. But it's going to be it's going to actually fulfill the promises of AR VR. And I think the thing is, you know, VR is pretty limiting, but this device supposedly lets you use it as AR so you can literally see everything around you like I could wear it right now. And it has 12 cameras plus is what the rumor is. So wow. you can walk around the world with this thing on. And either have a VR layer or have the AR layer. Uh, you know, this is all rumored, but 
it it is it is so well sourced and enough people are reporting on it that I'm convinced that by the end of this year we'll at least know what's coming. Not that it's going to be released, but this is the next. You should big link jump to that article. Computing. I'm going. Yeah, to. we should link. We should link to this article because that's the lawyer bit is what got me about the patents. When when he talked about like that it's been raining patents and that like the concept that you can't put a patent in until your proof of concept is like ready to go, otherwise somebody else could steal it. Yeah, like that's they're saying there's that many. It's been raining patents is a good good title for our show today. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, Robert Scoble has been pushing this for a long time and like a new OS for wearables, 3D everything so basically. The headline I'm seeing right here, or the, the one of the one of the section headers is. The TV killer holodeck. Yep. Now, is that basically saying that this thing could possibly replace my TV? Yes. He's saying we're all going to be wearing these things all the time. Like it, he has talked with enough Apple people and people related to it that you're never going to want to go back. Um, and again, I think who knows? Do you think that? So like, you know, thinking about the things that you're going to build in the future and where you're going to put your, your efforts, do you think maybe that has something to do with why maybe Apple hasn't been so much, you know, focused on the, 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 you know, the, the Mac or, um, or maybe even just. You know, I don't know. I mean, well, this is thinking, or, or you know, that all the rumors guys, that were about having a TV, yeah. Apple TV was going to be yes. an actual TV. Yes. Right. Well, do you guys remember it was in the Walter Isaacson story of Steve Jobs, but uh, it's quoted in this article, too, where Steve Jobs, when he was dying, like right before that time, said that we figured it out with TV. Apparently, this is the fulfillment of that. They've spent. I, I can't remember. <laughs> it's the like a, of dollars. Like a prophecy. No, but <laughs> apparently they're, they're, it was taking shape all this time ago. And if you look through their their history, they've made a lot of AR acquisitions and mixed reality acquisitions oh. over the past decade plus. And they've been building to this. And and honestly, it's been Apple's been kind of boring lately. But it, it, they're they're iterative updates to things. I mean, the new iMac's pretty cool. And, and, and but and, but it's because they've had hundreds of people working on the next the next move of computing. And I know that sounds the next, yeah. the next iPhone. It is before this, the iPhone came out. Yes. This is what they're working on. And that's, supposed, that's supposedly what this is. This is supposedly, I I've, I've never spoke about it as serious for a while. Cause I see all this stuff, but I've seen enough sourcing and interesting people that I respect talking about this as a real deal. Like by the end of the year, we won't have it necessarily, but we'll at least know what's coming. So it's an exciting time. I mean, who knows what this is going to be useful for? I mean, but if you're in, you know, as a as a business person thinking about what you might want to invest your energies in, the next frontier of computing is a good place to start. We've had mobile since 2007, 2005-ish. It's time for the next big push. And uh, you know what? Another another piece of this is uh, Project Starline. Have you guys seen this from Google? They announced it this week. It's basically... Mm-hmm a mirror type thing in front of you where you have a 3d interaction with someone anywhere else in the world. So it feels like oh, you're sitting I did across see from them. I did see that. And then snap released their new spectacles today. The AR glasses, like this is a thing. Mm. It is happening. We're, we're, we're definitely heading towards this. So I'm, I'm starting to get excited about it. Um, I don't know what it's going to look like or if the idea of us all wearing headsets, walking around the world is going to take off, but 
Apparently it's good enough glasses, now that you can do it. So I'd wear glasses if they're not. Listen, you guys. Yeah, if they don't look I'm gonna ridiculous. Buy it. I'm just oh, letting you know. Of course like, we're I'm going to buy it. it. There's just, I already know that. Um, that's really interesting. Really interesting because you're right. Apple has done a lot of like, their shows feel very theatrical with little, with little, with little content. Like well, there's a, then, there's a lot of fluff. Yeah. And a lot of their games are, are when they demo, it's all AR games, right? Yes. They're like, Hey, look, look at this thing. You can fly around this little game. Oh, you can build this little city or build this little environment on top of a table. It's like, have any of you guys played any of those games? Never. No. Like, no. I mean, I mean, I downloaded the app and played with it once. You know what I have used? The, what? um, the AR VR or whatever, the ruler, the measurement tool. That's actually pretty impressive. That is you cool. use that often. I have not yeah. often. I've used it a couple of times. Oh yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure like, um, interior designers are probably all about that being able to know what they're going to, you know? Yeah. I was like, how big design. is this Rubik's cube? <laughs> Two and a half inches. <laughs> or, you know, what's interesting too. They, it, they are there. Uh, every time you go and look at a product on Apple, they're always like, here's a QR code. So you can put the, the piece of the device on your desk yep. and look at it yep. while it's on your desk. Right. Like a, if it's a, I mean, if it's like an Apple remote or, you know, I don't know any kind of accessory that you're just like, I I'm like, I look at that and I'm like, why would I do that? I don't like. <laughs> exactly. Well, the number, I, I the number one thing on I'm this sure article, people are doing it. Yeah. The number yeah, one thing yeah. on Robert Scoble's article, but a world mapped in real time 3d. And he, oh. he knows a lot of people in Apple mapping. And he talks about 27 months ago, the car drove down a street. They have five lidars on it. And it's creating a 3D representation of the entire world. They've been doing this for years. This has been a very long game for Apple, supposedly. Very quietly doing this, but apparently it's going to blow people's minds when they release it. Basically being able to transport yourself to anywhere in the world in full 3D. Not terrible resolution. Apparently this thing too has two 8K displays. So you're going to feel like you're actually there. And The device that they're talking about? Yeah, the device itself. Supposedly two 8K displays. What if... What if this display also replaced traditional glasses because it could accommodate your vision? So guess what? Yeah. And the reporting on this, too, you can read very fine text with it. So you can wear this thing around your house. Yeah. Huh. Supposedly. Again, this is rumored, but we've heard enough about this now that it's, it's getting close. Getting close. And their chips. That's crazy. Their chips. I mean, the chip technology has advanced so much and apparently it's based on some version of the m1 but a little more performance so everything they've done for the past 10 plus years has been leading to this that's what all the sources are saying i hope it's true i'm ready for something because i'm pretty bored with technology clubhouse is only so exciting guys like that's uh that was that was fun <laughs> for that? two months but did you notice that the downloads drop like 90 percent? people are done with it if you go yeah. if you go to clubhouse now it's empty no one's on there. Mm. People are done with that. So we need something more interesting than iterative apps. I love it. I think, I think it's very interesting. Um, do you guys have that? You have the AirPod, AirPods Max, Brandon? No, just the pros. Or the pro. The there isn't Max. a Max. Sorry, there isn't a Max. Sorry. The pro oh, yeah, have those a $600. Oh, the they are. Those yeah, yeah. The, the, okay. The over the yeah. year. So I've, I got the, the pros um, and they have the pass-through audio. 
which yeah. is, is cool. But I realized it's actually microphoning the audio in and like an advanced clarity. Yeah. So that oh, when yeah. you talked about like the headset and like the, the audio, they're doing some pretty interesting things with spatial audio for me to feel like little tiny thing. These are my yep. ears and it's not directional audio coming in. They're, they're replicating my eardrum, you know, my best, anyway, best purchase of the year. My opinion. These are AirPods, AirPods bro. Yeah. Noise canceling is pretty impressive. Uh, noise well, canceling when, is better, is better than my over the ear Sony's. I think. I wow. think you're right. I think you're right. I have, cause I have the over the ear Sony's as well. And I feel the same way. Um, when is WWDC? When is that? June 7th. It starts. I think that's going to be a big, d- again, don't expect to see all this then. And it's rumored, but we're, we're, it's, it's rumored just, that we're going to get pieces to, of it. How many times can you redesign the iPhone? How many cameras can you put on an iPhone? No, how many, how much done. thinner can you, can you make the iPhone? Please make it thicker. So I can have a better battery life. That's all I want. Right. I how yeah. thin the thing, the thing is, you know, it's good. Take that apple. Listen to us. We're talking about, um, well, that's cool, man. That's very cool. I think we should talk about things we like. Yeah. You want to get to it? Yeah. Let's, Let's do get, it. Let's get to it. Love it. This is great. That was great. That was great. Um, well, you go first, Marty. Who, who's turn? Yeah, oh, is Marty. it my turn? Yeah, you okay. go first. All, the way. all right. Well, we were talking about Spotify and how I'm all in on Spotify um, all the way. I, and to be fair, I did like for about three months, I went all in on, on Apple's Apple one subscription. So like I went in and, and got music and the news and, uh, Apple fitness, all of it didn't work out, <laughs> but anyway, Oh yeah. No but, workouts from Marty. Okay. Uh, anyway, um, we went all in and tried it and I mean, paid for it for a couple months and I just like, to be fair, I literally, I canceled, I canceled the whole subscription thing with Apple and like a month later they came out with the features that I really want, which Spotify has always had. For instance, music, like you listen to an album, you can have autoplay. So go and start listening to music that's similar to the artist you're listening to. So, you know, every time I would listen to something on, on iTunes or Apple music, um, I'd have to go back and be like, all right, what am I going to listen to next? Like it would interrupt my flow. So now they, I think iTunes has that now. I, iTunes also has cool, you know, this new thing about spatial or, um, the Dolby Atmos audio and the high, the super hi-fi audio, you better have a good, good speakers to listen to that on. So, I mean, otherwise I really don't think there's a lot of devices right now that can actually listen to it on. But anyway, so my thing I like this week is actually a podcast. Uh, let's go to your library podcast and it is called flow state, um, by Bobby light. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Great last name. Uh, it's a podcast called flow state by Bobby light. Um, it's basically, it's a podcast that will help you get into your work and, and get into your flow. Um, and it actually works really nice with Spotify because as you're listening to it, um, you're, you listen, you know, you turn the, you, the podcast starts and then he's like, okay. And he's got like super like calming voice. He's like, all right, we're going to do this five minute little 
intro and it's just he gives you these binaural sounds that's relaxed binaural okay yeah yeah and so you're the binaural sounds at first some i mean depending on what kind of headphones if you have over-the-ear headphones and you're super loud it might be a little annoying um i'm not and here's the thing i'm not going to say that i listen to the binaural sounds every time um but the binaural sounds are it's different it's just your your these binaural sounds are bouncing in and out it feels like they're they're massaging your brain almost with set with sound. Um, is it, I don't know. It's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit different, but anyway, and then it gets into like his playlist and this playlist is like 30 is 30 minutes. Um, and so it's the, like the Pomodoro method. So you have 30 minutes of background noise or, or good music that you're going to listen to. And then at the 30 minute mark, he's like, all right, now it's time to stand up. Maybe go take a walk. Maybe go do this or do that. And here's some more binaural sounds. And so to me, you get into a flow state. Like you get into an actual, like I get, I can get work done and then I can get up and stand, stretch, do what I need to do, whatever. Great, great podcast. I recommend it it's called flow state by Bobby light. Check it out. I, I like that. It's 11 minutes max per episode. It's pretty great. I could do that. The shorter, the better. No, what are we talking? What do you mean? 11 minutes. My, when I like the f- one I'm looking at is 72 minutes, 121 yeah, I'm, minutes. I'm seeing the same thing, Jake. In so Spotify, it says 11 minutes. Flow state. Flow state. Bobby Lane. Bobby Light. Bobby Lane. So the one I'm looking at says May 20, 11 minutes. Yeah, I see the same thing. I see 72 minutes on that May 20th. Huh. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. The matrix has caught us. I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Also side that, note, side note about Spotify. Um, they, they just did like a whole new UX, like a new UI update. Um, and they changed some stuff around. I'm not sure if you guys use the desktop app or not for I do. Your desktop, but yeah, they removed the search bar and they also reordered your library. So now podcasts used to be last in the navigation. Now it's first, which mm. is, which is interesting. I just thought it was interesting in your library. I, and I'm wondering if it's on a personal level, like if, because I'll listen to podcasts more than I listen to music on Spotify. Is that why they put podcasts first or did they move podcasts over for everybody? So I didn't read about that. What are you saying? So for podcasts, so I log into my, my says home on the top left home, search your library. Yeah. So go to your library. Oh, now, I see. Do you see playlists, podcasts, artists, albums? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I'm just curious, but I noticed that they actually podcasts used to be last. Now it's, now it's up there. So well, they've, they're, they've gone. Yeah. They've gone deep in the podcast. They're going space. all in. Yeah. yeah. They're going, they're all, going all in. Uh, my other question would be, are you guys going to ever pay for a podcast? Spicy subject. Yeah. I would pay for this one. Probably I not. encourage other people to pay for this one as well. <laughs> um, you know what? It'd be interesting. What would it take? My, my wife does. Oh, she, she really? is a, she's a Patreon member for a couple of uh, podcasts. She does like the three, seven bucks a month, whatever it is, because she likes their, how much their seven bucks a month, three bucks a month. Something like that. You get like an extra episode wow. a week. $7 a month for a podcast? 
Yeah. Really? So this is the thing. It's really entertaining. Like okay. it cracks me up. It's, it's just about which pop podcast culture. is this? Um, I think it's called Popcast. Okay. Um, it's hilarious. If you've never li- listened to it, the whole pre- premise is we talk about stuff that doesn't matter. Is it $7 a month? Hilarious though. For my wife, it is. Interesting. Not for me. It's all that matters. I, that's the thing. I we think it's so subjective. Wife, we need to get your wife on here real quick and say, Hey, what's up with the seven bucks? Like how, like, how, how, <laughs> is it that funny? It's that funny. So here's, guess what? She also wants to support them because she likes them. Oh, because there's a, nice. a value. I want to, I like these people and what they're doing. I'm t- t- there is a, there's a market for that. Again, I don't know. I'm, I don't know under what circumstances I would pay for a podcast. I don't pay for any podcasts, but that's kind of like the subscription I have for Texas Blues Alley, which is Mm. a guitar lesson website. I pay $20 a month for that and I don't use it every month, but I just love what he's doing and want him to keep doing it. So that is that is the equivalent of that for me. It's just having access to him, knowing I'm supporting him, but knowing I can log in there at any time and just power through a few lessons for a few hours. I just love that. So. It's a thing. Okay. Support yeah. your creators, people. It's a good that's thing. That's true. Yeah. No, I mean, that's why I did buy uh, a, a, a framework. <laughs> right. I did buy, you know, I, I support this Adam Wathan and his Tailwind CSS. I bought Tailwind UI. I mean, come on. But anyway. Well, no, I think, <laughs> hey, I love Spotify. I've been a huge Spotify fan for forever. Um, I don't know yep. yeah, how many hundreds of dollars they have of mine. But um, Brandon, what do you got for your uh, for your pick of the week okay uh so i had an opportunity to go to a mall recently had to get some clothes and wait you know, a mall? it's a new season a, a mall what's that a mall. they still exist they still <laughs> exist even <laughs> after covid they're they're around um but i sent you guys a picture of this and i i was kind of blown away why we we keep hearing about cryptocurrency and how it's everywhere <laughs> it's on the ticker of cnbc so I was walking around the mall, the mall, and I see this Bitcoin ATM in the middle of the mall. Like it was not weird at all. And no one was at it except for me taking a picture of it. But it's just an ATM, just like you would get cash out of. But you can buy Bitcoin, Litecoin or Ethereum instantly with cash. Top three. So at current. What's that? The top three. The top three. Yeah. So you on current market rates, you can just. Pony up to this uh, <laughs> this ATM thing. I don't know who who the market is for this. That's just <laughs> buying Bitcoin or whatever in the middle of a mall. But but yeah. So so hold on. So you're walking around the mall. You got you just got you got some new Nikes. I got some new Nikes. And oh, I love new Nikes. And you you know you're 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 rolling by the the these little stands that people want you to buy stuff from. And then all of a sudden you come pa- up to this ATM yeah. passing great American cookie. I've already yeah. passed that. Yeah. Yeah. The food court, you're past the yeah. food court and you come mm-hmm. up and you know, this is what am I looking at? I'm like a rest area maybe. And you know, I'm going to sit down for a second in the middle of a massage wall. chair. Wait, is there a massage wait, chair there? Yeah. yeah. There's a little you're rest, talking in the, some fake plants, maybe a, maybe a, a, a nice uh, little fountain. The lady, the lady needs to go into, you know, uh, Francesca's or something like that. And <laughs> you look over to your right and there's an ATM machine, but it's not an, a regular ATM machine where you need to get cash. You, you need to buy some 
cryptocurrency right now. Yes. I need to make a bad decision in the middle of a mall. That's, that's what I need to do. (laughs) But like, what is the, like what reminded you that you needed to do that and you have to do that at that? This is, this is why I was blown away by it. Who's going to buy it from here? Uh, It's bitcoindepot.com, by the way, everyone. And this, this is a thing. And you're going to see a map of them all over the United States. There's, there are hundreds and hundreds of locations comically (laughs) in like, Gas stations and convenience stores apparently is where these things are. Can, Can I, you imagine going to a gas station and buying Bitcoin from an ATM? But apparently but, they're in there. Can I get Bitcoin out of it? Like, I think you can only buy it. Is you buy Bi- it. Is there a Bitcoin cash? There's Bitcoin. There is Bitcoin cash, I think. Yeah, but, but the way this, still, the, their little four step. Yeah, their four step process. You buy it. You give it your wallet address and they transfer the purchase. I, I can't believe this is a thing because I would think anyone who knows anything about Bitcoin would have their own way of buying it, but on their phone. No, no, th- yeah. this is, th- I'll tell you what, it, what it's for. This is for the person who goes, I was curious about Bitcoin. You know what? I'll buy some. And that's you it. You can set up your own wallet at that, at that ATM. Well, it says here, enter your wallet address. Okay. Um, so I don't know if you have to have one. It's Do well, you- step one, create a digital wallet. So I guess you can create one if you oh, don't already have one. And where is, where's the wallet? Is it as if I know, I have no <laughs> idea. I did. I took a picture of this thing and kept walking and laughed to myself for the next hour. Cause I thought well, about you, the people buying Bitcoin in the middle of a mall, but you it left was hilarious step. to me. You sent us can the I, picture too. So can I, t- I can did I send. exchange, can I exchange Bitcoin for real cash? I have, I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm going to give you some solid uh, advice, Marty. Stop wondering about so many details of this and just don't use it. <laughs> Just don't use it. Don't That's use my it. advice. But, but stay it's so here's the thing. for a reason, right? <laughs> you can buy and sell. So you can sell is what it says. Okay. Um, but so now that doing makes this? ready. I want those new Nikes. Oh, I don't have any cash. I have Bitcoin. Oh, what am I going to do? Sell my Bitcoin at the ATM right. Bitcoin machine. Get those will new the Nikes. Bitcoin give me ca- will, the, will the ATM give me cash though? Is that. <sighs> That's got to be the reason why it's in the mall. The genius thing like, of this company. Because. because maybe. Uh, the Nike store or finish line or what Reebok store is not going to take Bitcoin unless they, unless I don't, I haven't been to a mall in a while. So maybe I don't, (laughs) (laughs) the world's, the world's a changing. It does say you can sell it. So maybe you can withdraw. I mean, when I look at this picture, it looks like you can receive something. There's a, there's a dispenser at the bottom of it. I I'm only picking this because it blew my mind. Yeah. Yeah. It blew my mind. That's useful. Yeah. So I can get cash from my Bitcoin account. Oh, that, now that's useful. Cause you're, yep. you know, you never know. You can buy Bitcoin. <laughs> I guess you never know, but get despair. <laughs> so that's I mean, good. The next time you're getting gas, Hey, buy or sell some crypto. What if it's, what if Bitcoin spikes while you're in, you know, you got to be prepared for that. You got to be prepared for that. <laughs> You're going to, the, nuts. the, the, uh, it's not going to have enough cash in there because, Hey, I got to cash out right now. Right. Mm-hmm. It just, this. it just spiked to a hundred grand. I'm a millionaire. Well, but what if the cash. machine doesn't have enough money? I'm just kidding. Here's my yeah. pick. Here's my pick of the week. I'm going to move okay. on from this. <laughs> Cryptastrophe. We've, we've got enough we've got enough comedic value out of this what, um, what other stores from the mall can we name by the way that will be the cover of our, pod, of our of our uh 
Oh, my, my <laughs> that photo. photo oh, that photo will be the cover of our episode this week. Sorry. Beautiful. Um, okay. So my, uh, my, it's actually a pick that we've had in the past. I think Brandon, me, you have had it, but you didn't have the physical device. And I, I did that little pesky ad that followed you around with the spark amp. I bought it. Yes. I so, want to hear uh-oh. everything. It's, it's in my possession. It took about 30 days to get here, which is a very wow. sad thing. Um, I think they took the order, then made it. I think they were like, I don't know. Um, or maybe it's handmade in, in Italy. Probably not. It's awesome. It's really awesome. The, the fact that you can use the app, accompanying app on your phone or tablet. Um, so a couple of things I thought it was. I thought I could just like search any song and it would instantly have that tone, but it's actually user generated. So I have to wait till somebody else kind of dials in that tone, uploads it. So there's a ton of 80s tones. There's apparently Ooh. a bunch of, bunch of guitar jammers are in love with the 80s. So if you want ACDC, Lockdown. Stevie Ray Vaughan, Lockdown. Um, Weezer, a little harder to find. Um, they did have some in there. but Police. So yeah, so it, but crazy though. Um, don't, don't stand so close to me. It is crazy how gr- good it sounds. Yeah, that was the COVID theme song of 2020. Um, <laughs> That's what so, I want to hear, Jake. Does it sound good? Like these tones, because I saw a ton that I wanted to play around with, but I don't have the amp yet. But does we, it sound, can you make any guitar sound like these guitars? It sounds like you can. It does. I actually, so I played, uh, I visited my vaccinated family. And uh, I brought this little little spark amp with me, which is what it's for, a little practice amp. Mm. Jammed out with my sister for a couple hours. My fingers hurt, actually, when I was done, because that's what happens you don't play guitar on a regular basis. Um, I played Oasis. Oasis sounded identical to, oh, to wow. Oasis. It was, and the thing is, when you're like singing along with the guitar, when it sounds like the actual band, it's even better. So, yes, I loved it. I think there is a, um, the jam feature I probably won't use because where you mm-hmm. can like play eight, you know, eight chords and then it will, or four chords and it will pe- pair you with a drummer, a bass player and whatever. It's interesting. Proof of concept, I think is more like what it is. Like we can do this. I think the app's only going to get better, but it's 250 bucks. There's a, a certain Steel. developer named Rob that I know who I was telling him about it. He went out and bought it that day. Oh, okay. So I, I know who this Rob is. Okay, good. You're spreading the the good word about spark. So 40 Watts, I thought it was going to be like, how loud is that? They were like, it's not really, you couldn't play it. You couldn't play a venue, but I can't imagine turning that thing all the way up inside of a home. It would not be comfortable. Like it wouldn't be tolerable. It's very, it's, it's loud. You could play a small gig. Um, That's what I love about that thing. It's so small from what I've seen. It's easy to move around. Brandon, that used to be the thing for band practice was just go, lugging just your stupid amp around. Go get one. Just go get it. I know. I know. Use and that I need Bitcoin. To get the Fender Strat. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Anyway, that's my pick. The, the gig bag that came with it was nice to have a little, little bag to put all my, all my goodies in. Um, but it's, and it's pretty. It looks really nice. Like it looks really nice to just have, have it out. It. Yeah. I'll go get it. Oh, I know you have it out. <laughs> This is the first assignment we've given on the podcast. <laughs> Hopefully you can hear the background noise of him unplugging oh, yeah. it. There it okay. is. Got that Look tweet. That. Front. Yeah. Positive grid. Nice and easy. 
Uh-huh. I do love how small it is. It looks like the head of like a half stack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, super portable. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm a I'm a big fan. Big fan. Um, Great. I've actually been playing my uh, my guitar way more because of plugging it in, jamming out. Um, and you know what? I realized I've been playing acoustic for like 15 years on the regular, and I miss the crunchy guitar. Like I miss yes. that electric guitar, the little, little solo stuff. So it's kind of inspiring actually. Have you ever thought about buying Love one, Brandon? <laughs> the amp? <laughs> no. Just, uh, give it your heart you, I know you, this is going to be a running theme. One? Yeah. I've heard it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> At least you anyway, did it first, Jake. I, Hey, that's for my life. Um, selling my <laughs> drone, by the way. So that's fun. We'll talk about that some other time. Ooh, um, hot topic. Hot topic. Uh, all right. Well, I think that wraps up this lovely conversation, gents. So everybody else who joined us this week, thank you. Um, as a reminder, if you want to be part of this awesome conversation, uh, hit us up on Twitter at underscore Freelance Dance or Insta, the Freelance Dance or the com. And you know what? Instead of following our podcast, you should subscribe to it. You know, leave us a review. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Hit one of those buttons. Hit one of those Do buttons. It. Whatever Check they marks. say, whatever the button is, just hit it. Just hit it. All right. Until next time. See ya. Later. See ya. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Freelance Dance. If you found this episode helpful, we'd love it if you would leave us a review. Have an idea for a show or a question? Go to thefreelancedance.com or hit us up on Twitter at underscore freelance dance. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Until next time.